Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Kyle is out today, so it'll just be me and our great guests. Our great guest. We have one. One great guest. But before we get to him, I want to thank our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It is their grant dollars that bring you this podcast each week, as well as other great things in and around the city and along Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. All right, now it's time to check in with Good Food Markets. Casey, how's everything going at the market? And, and Hi, before Michelle. you answer that, sorry, I got to say Happy New Year because we haven't Happy talked in a long Year. time. How I you know, doing? it's been a minute. We've been we've been chugging along um, through a very interesting winter. So mm-hmm. it's nice to be back, checking in with y'all, sending some updates. Um, today we're actually participating in the North Capital Collaborative uh, Free Food for Furloughed Workers. Oh, that's uh, terrific. So anybody who is in need of food assistance, we are um, participating in that by donating some goods. Uh, anyone who you know, has a federal ID who can prove that they have been furloughed, um, is able to to go over there to, to pick up a basket of goods. So, Casey, where are they doing that? Are they doing that at Good Food or? It's at 2000 Rhode Island Avenue. So if you know where we are at 2006 on 20th and Rhode Island, it's right on the corner of 20th and Rhode Island. You know, that's terrific. It's been so heartening just to see uh, the community step up in this terrible time for our country um yeah i'm glad that Um, good food is a part of a lot of yeah a lot of our neighbors have really expressed um a desire to get involved in some way uh and we're really struggling to to know uh the best way to to get involved with that um and we've had people who wanted to purchase goods and donate them um and throughout the week we were accepting donations so that we could use our wholesale buying power uh to to procure more than what you know um, one of our customers would be able to buy off of our shelves at retail. Mm-hmm. I don't need to, you know, make, make my margin on this. I just want to buy as much as possible to donate to everybody. So with, um, with contributions from, from the neighbors, we were able to, to give as much as we could. Um, and we'll see, you know, how, how this shakes out. You know, even when this is all over, we have a lot of neighbors who are still going to be in need of assistance. Oh, definitely. Uh, as, as this goes on, yeah, De- definitely. Yeah. But end soon. But even the aftermath of it will will take some time to get over. Exactly. exactly. So, so what else has been going on in the market? What What's fresh right now? What is fresh? Well, everything's we have been fresh. But... Working so hard to try and uh, keep things interesting for folks. I think that you know it, it won't be a surprise for people to hear that grocery right now is very difficult. Um, there are a lot of things that are happening in, in retail period, uh, but especially in the food retail space. You know, we're dealing with um, with everything that's happening with Amazon and food delivery, Whole Foods, right? Um, and there, there are a lot of interesting things at play, but what is really um, reassuring and nice to see from our neighborhood, and it's something that we've always believed in um, and are, are very... Uh, confident that our neighbors are going to keep coming through is that they still want that personalized experience, right? People come here, they like seeing the familiar faces, 
they have the products that they know that they love, the local DCCK kale. Um, we have a really good produce selection uh, right now. It's always sort of an anomaly to people. We have good uh, California citrus that's coming through. That's the season for citrus in California. And so we have a lot of different varieties right now. So the produce section is actually very lush in the middle of winter here, which people are always a little surprised by. Right. Uh, but they want to come in. They want to browse. They want to shop, hang out with their neighbors, get out of the house. So while this is a really difficult space right now, we're trying to make um, the in-store experience as positive as possible for people. We want them to enjoy, come out to events. So we've really been doing a lot uh, to, to come back to our roots. We're getting better at discounting things. So mm -hmm. every month we've been posting in the newsletter and on social media some of the sales that we're running. We're trying to pick, you know, uh, very uh, fan favorites, right? So we're taking Annie's mac and cheese. We're taking tortilla chips. Um, we're taking those uh, celestial teas, that lemon zinger. Have you had it? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, but we're taking term. some of the most popular items that we have and we're discounting them. Um, so that people can get a better deal on it. Oh, that's great. And it's perfect for this time of weather, a nice hot cup of tea. Exactly, exactly. And then every single month, we're also going to be running a produce special. So for the month of January, we're doing curly kale. You still have a week uh, to try and come in and get curly kale for one fifty a bunch. Oh, wow. Uh, they're beautiful, big, full bunches. These are still being grown in the region, uh, typically in high tunnels that are under uh, row cover. So they are well enough insulated and there's something with the cold weather that every time the temperature drops uh, and hits freezing uh, the way that the plant grows more sugars are, are in each thing so they're really nice um, I wouldn't call them sweet bunches of kale but they're not so bitter as the ones that we can get in summer right ah, okay. so they're really really tasty uh, and we have those for this month on sale and then we are still deciding on our February produce sale. I'm open to feedback, open oh, to suggestions. Okay, listeners, uh, you hear that, so give, give some feedback <laughs> yeah. on your favorite vegetable. Yeah, exactly, because we want to, I mean, that's that's why we're here, right? We're trying to get people to eat uh, healthy, affordable food. And so whatever we can do to make something more affordable uh, so that people are encouraged to, you know, continue on their health journey, then, uh, you know, we, we want to help in any way that we can. That's great. I love that you all are helping out. So, Casey, remind our listeners where they can find good food. Yes. Please come see us, 20th in Rhode Island, uh, 2006 Rhode Island Avenue. We're between Capoeira Spot and uh, Global Printmaster. We are open seven days a week. We are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. on weekends. And you can find us online, goodfoodmarkets.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right. Thanks, Casey. We'll talk to Thanks you next so week. Thanks so much, Michelle. Take care. Yeah, good to be back. Okay, All take right. care. So, listeners, you might remember last week, Kyle and I did a 2018 recap of all of the new places or places that were new to us along Rhode Island Avenue, in the city, all over Ward 5, and uh, we talked about Zaki's. So we have the general manager in from Zaki's, Tim Finch. Tim, welcome, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be here. We are glad to have you. You know, when I spoke about Zaki's last week, um, I thought that I knew what you all did and exactly the type of business, but... Um, I came in after the podcast and realized that I, I didn't know half of what you all did. So please tell our listeners about Zaki's of DC. So 
<clears throat> Zaki's is about uh, 70, we're about to celebrate our 75th anniversary in New York and our second anniversary in D.C. Uh, we are the district's only fully refrigerated wine storage warehouse, plus we're a retailer, and we have a full-size classroom that we teach um, you know, classes of all natures from uh, wine, whiskeys, spirits, any kind of uh, alcohol. We've taught classes on there. Uh, we've sit about 45 people in the classroom. Uh, we do these events on a you know several times a month. Uh, even though it's uh, on you know Warehouse Row, it is a retail store, so we operate like any other retailer. Uh, we have a website dc.zackies.com. You can call us up. We can deliver anywhere in in the DMV for you. Wow. So the fine wine selling and liquor, how do you all decide which liquors and wines come into into Zaki's? So we have an amazing buying team based out of New York uh, that are some of the most knowledgeable people I've ever worked with in the wine industry. And we as a whole team decide... You know what's out there, what what's what's hot, what people are going to want, what has great ratings, um, and you know what's going to sell. Mm-hmm. So we do a ton of research every single day. Uh, you know we're out there, we're scouring websites, we're talking to critics. Uh, we're very friendly with a lot of the wine critics, so we you know we try to find and anticipate what people want before it's released, and we we go get it before anyone else does. What would you say that you all have different inventory? Because when I went there. You know, I saw things that I hadn't seen before um, that I'd never even heard of before. Yeah, well, we're extremely particular about who we source our, our products from uh, because wine is a perishable product, uh, not properly stored or not properly transported. It can affect the wine. So we deal with uh, a very few amount of vendors, but, you know, we make sure we have, we know everything about them and we see their operation before we start buying from them because we want to make sure when the wine arrives to your door, it's as the winemaker intended to be. So let's discuss that a little bit because you uh, shared with me when I was there uh, buying and touring that um, the wine has to be kept at such a certain temperature. And and tell our listeners about that and and about Zaki's and what you all do. So we're actually located in the former DC forensic lab that we, uh, we did a huge renovation on about two years ago. We put in spray foam insulation on the walls, the ceiling, and uh, six refrigeration units, so we keep the the, uh, the temperature of the warehouse at exactly 55 degrees. And it is chilly in there, so bring it a is, jacket. <laughs> yeah, it is chilly in there. We keep it like that all year round. In the summertime, it's fantastic. Right. The winter, now, not now so much. Now it's not as much. So, uh, but the temperature of the wine is very important to us. Uh, it's something we monitor very closely. Uh, if the temperature were to change within two degrees, I get a text message to my phone saying something's wrong. Get down here. Um, Knock on wood, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but we also, you know, we're so concerned about the, the safety of the wine. We also have a backup generator that could run the entire building's refrigeration unit for five days if there was ever a major power outage. Wow, that's great. That doesn't happen too often, but uh, you want to have that. If it does, we're ready for it. Yeah, because not only do you all, as you said, sell wine, fine wines, and uh, you all store people's wines. That's correct. And, and tell our listeners about that. So we run uh, what we call our white glove storage, and we also have a locker system. You said wet glove? White glove. Oh, white glove. White glove. Ah, so that means glove. we're yes. hands-on. Okay. We can come to your house. We'll pick it up. We'll bring it back to our warehouse. We'll give you a complete inventory of it. We'll assess it. Uh, we'll keep it 
in our computer system, you know, you could say, hey, Tim, I want, you know, this one bottle of 1995 Chateau Margaux. We go get it for you, get it ready for you, deliver to your home. Wow. How many people take advantage of that? So, I mean, you all are fairly new in D.C., and I guess you all do this in New York as well. So in New York, we're full to the brim. Wow. Okay. Uh, in D.C., we still have some space to grow. All right. Um, so if anyone wants to come in and take a look, uh, please reach out to me because it's uh, we have plenty of room to grow and uh, we'd love to fill up the warehouse. I'd love to tell my boss in New York that the D.C. warehouse is full. I bet. I bet. Tell, tell me a little bit about the uh, auctions. I understand you all do some type of wine auctions. or, or Yeah, so Zaki's did the first commercial wine auction in Washington, D.C. in over 30 years. We did it in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was a $9 million seller. We sold absolutely everything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so I mean, what does that entail? People bring their, I mean, you all bring the wine or people, so how, how does it work? We purchase the wine from a consigner. Okay. Uh, and then we do the auction. We did it at a. Uh, ah, okay. Yeah. So someone wants to sell their wine collection. Right, so and, we, we okay. take it in. Uh, that's another part of our business that we also do here in D.C. Okay. If you'd like to consign wine with us, you can bring it to who us. Who knew? Who, who knew that this existed? I mean, I know people do that with paintings and, and clothing consignment shops, but wow, it's, wine it's, consigning it's is a thing. It's very big. Wow, okay. So if someone gets in, you know, maybe wants to replace it or maybe they need to some money, so they decide I'm going to sell my wine collection. Exactly. And then and then you all get a profit from that. That's terrific. A you lot know. of people sell their wine collection and then buy more wine with it. Exactly, right. Their tastes change over time, so they may be into Bordeaux when they're younger, and as they get older, they want more Burgundy. Okay, all right. So Zachy's is 75 years old, and uh, give, give us a brief history because it is a family business. It is a family business. Uh, I've been with the company for about four years now. I started up, I was working as the store manager in their Scarsdale, New York location. We also have a our base of operations in White Plains, New York, but then we also have offices in Hong Kong. So wow. we're a global International wine company. And, yes. yes, we also uh, starting offices in Europe as well. Okay, that's terrific. Okay, so 75 years. What brought you all to D.C.? So D.C. has always been, <clears throat> outside of New York, one of our biggest markets, and with the way things are changing in D.C. <clears throat> and the food scene is changing, people are looking for different new wines, uh, so we decided we're going to Jump on it while I talk, because it's, uh, you know, we're, since being down here, we've seen a, a big evolution in the restaurant scene, the wine oh, scene definitely. in D.C., so we want to be part of it. Very good, very good. So it's, just so our listeners know, even though wine is your specialty, you all do have liquor. Yes, we have spirits as well, yeah. uh, and we're not just high-end wine. We have wines that start at $9.99 a bottle, and... You know, sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. So if someone were interested in finding out more about wine, you have classes and things. You talked about some of your events. Yes. So they can go to our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an event calendar on our website, but they can also sign up for our email list right there. And then uh, every single event we do, we advertise several weeks in advance. Okay. Okay. Are all of your events, uh, is there a cost for them? Some are free. Some are uh, some are ticketed, okay. depending on, uh, you know, sometimes uh, just a couple of weeks ago we had uh, – the winemaker from Quinta de la Rosa mm-hmm. in Portugal, she mm-hmm. came in and we did a full catered dinner to match with her wines. So that was a ticketed event, but we also do free events in the warehouse. Um, <clears throat> one of the, the really fun things we do is uh, we call them the, the warehouse tastings. So we actually invite people into the warehouse where it's 55 degrees. Mm-hmm. We open the wines up right there. They can see you know, how the wine tastes when it's been properly stored. Wow. I bet you people get a different... Uh 
experience. Much different experience than going into a regular retail store. Yeah, if it's properly stored. So t- t- what are the hours of, of the liquor store? Because it is in, you know, it is in one of D.C.'s warehouse districts, and people, you know, if you don't know where it is, you kind of don't know. Right. Our, our visiting hours are from 9 to 5. We usually ask that if you're going to come by to give us a call mm-hmm. uh, so we can be ready for you, but we get pop-ins every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're Yeah, I popped in. Exactly. So. <laughs> and you got a full tour that day. I did. I so, did. Uh, yeah, pop-ins are not a, uh, not a problem, but we do like to set up an appointment because we make sure that we can lay things out properly for you. Uh, and then we're uh, open by appointment on the weekends. Okay. All right. So people can... Um you all also, I wanted something that you didn't have in, in stock, and you were able to get it. So that's good for people to know. Um, and then when I was there, another customer came in and had a picture of something on his phone and says, hey, can you get these whiskeys? And they were very difficult to get. So, yeah, we can get our hands on a lot of things. Right. We have great relationships with all the vendors that we deal with. So we do get good allocations of quite a bit of things. But there's, there's still a lot out there that's still really hard to get for pretty much any store. Right, right. So, Tim, how did you get into this uh, business? I know you said you started off as a manager for the store. How did you get into wines? So, I've been working in wine for about 19 years now. Uh, I grew up in the state of New Hampshire, which had uh, the New Hampshire State Liquor Stores, and you could start working there when you're 18. Uh, I had a crush on the girl behind the counter, <laughs> so I applied, and... Uh, here we are, 20 and years now later. history. So, yeah. so the New Hampshire liquor stores are sort of like the Virginia ABC stores, or they state exactly. run. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But they have a great education program. Uh, you know, they they taught me a lot, and then I decided to move to New York City, where I worked for about 13 years in the city, where I learned quite a bit. Okay, very good. So Zachy's is located at 3521 V Street Northeast. Again, it's in the warehouse district. Correct. And uh, the hours are 9 to 5. Correct. Monday through Friday, and then by appointment on the weekend. Exactly. All right. Very good. Well, Tim, thank you for coming in and telling us about Zachy's. Thank you for having me. This has been fantastic. Absolutely. I'd like to once again thank our sponsors and Tim for coming in. See you all next week.